Learn how to build your faith in God's word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the senior pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's word to work for you. To our king. Glory to God. Please take your seat. Hallelujah. Come on, say with me, I'm destined for more. Say it like you mean it. Say, I'm destined for more. So we started the series beginning of this month titled More, meaning moving over the regular experience. We believe that every child of God is made for more. God wants you to continuously move over the regular and enjoy the unusual. I decree for everyone here, that will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. That amen can be louder. You are made for more. You are made for more. You are made for more. And you will experience more in the name of Jesus. The first Sunday we talked about management. We say management is, is how you experience more. God's principle is that if you are faithful with little, he will give you more. That's how it works. So we talked about effective management of what you have. That's how you get what you want. What you do with what you have is what's how you get what you want. Second day we talked about the power of love. All right, you must respond to everything from an angle of love. That's how God did it. That's how he wants you to do it. God so loved the world. God had only one begotten son. Today, he has billions and millions of begotten children or sons. How did he get it? By giving his first one, by so loving the world. So you do everything from an angle of love. That's the best way to see anything. Don't see from a place of judgment. Don't see from a place of wickedness. Always come from a place of love. All right? You will reap whatever you sow. If you sow mercy, you will reap mercy. If you sow kindness, you will reap kindness. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? If you want more favor in your life, you too do favors for people. Every now and then, God will put you in a position where you have the capacity to make a difference in somebody's life. It can be to recommend someone. It can be to approve someone. It can be to correct someone. It can be to help someone. Once you plant those seeds, God will make sure in your own life as you go ahead, if there are times you need someone to stand in for you, someone to give you a break, someone to open a door for you, that person will be positioned already in your future. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So always plant love. It's how to get more. And you see, the more seeds of love you plant, the more harvest of love you will reap. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? All right. Today, the third one. Um, uh, okay, one thing, my picture. Is it, is it okay? Don't take my picture. Let me post for them. So, today, the third one. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412 or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org David's Christian Center, home of victorious people. At something very powerful. Matthew 25, our text scripture we've been using. The story where Jesus gave five talents, I mean, gave talents to three guys. Gave one guy five, gave one guy two, gave the last guy one. So let's jump all the way to verse 20. I'm reading NIV version, I think. So you know the story. He said, the man that had received uh, five bags, I'm reading from verse 20. The man that has received five bags of gold brought other five and said, Master, uh, okay, let me start from verse 19, because verse 19 is important. In fact, I want us to read verse 19 together. Yes. Let's read verse 19 together. Everybody want to read? After what? 
I can't hear you. After what? After a long time. This is important to, this, to today's message. After a long time, the master returned to settle accounts. After a long time. Now, let's move to the next verse. Read. Next verse. I want you to read louder now. Next verse. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Next verse. Go ahead. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share in your master's happiness. Next verse. I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown, and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. Next verse. His master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. So you knew that I have asked where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Next. I've put my money on deposits with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back. Okay, stop there. One quick point. When Jesus was saying, I'm a hard man, not that he was just repeating what the guy said, not that the master is a hard person. He was saying, so you know I'm a hard person, or so you say I'm a hard person, but you still didn't think of something else to do. All right, so if you notice, they say after a long time, Jesus here, or the parable here, was pointing us to one of the major resources we have as humans, which is time. He said after a long time, he came back. And when he got back, he told the guy, okay, good, you could not do business with this money. You could not do transactions with this money. He said at least you would have used the resource called time, meaning you would have put that money with the bankers and let it yield interest over what? Time. Jesus was pointing him that, okay, you couldn't do business. Because the other guys traded with their own. They did something to multiply their own. He said, I understand you couldn't do anything like those guys. But at least everybody can use time. That's what he's saying. Everybody can do what? Use time. He was pointing us to the resource of time. Listen, guys, there are many things you can complain you don't have. You can say you don't have enabling environments. All of us in Nigeria, we don't have enabling environments. Abby, you can claim that. You can claim you don't have education. We don't have quality education. You can claim that. You can claim you don't have connections. Because this country, now who you know matter. <laughs> I don't know anybody. You can claim so. I agree. One thing you can't claim is that you don't have time. You can't claim that one. Because everybody has time. That's what I was saying this guy. I can forgive the other excuses, but at least you would have used the instrument or resource called time. Everybody here has time. They give you fresh 24 hours every day, man. You can't, you can't deny that one. Is somebody get what I'm saying? The richest man in the world and the poorest man in the world have one thing in common. They both get 24 hours every day. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Who is the richest man in the world? Huh? Elon Musk, eh? Like how much is he worth now? Eh? 
233 billion, about 200 and something billion dollars, Elon Musk. Who is the poorest man in the world? You see how you're laughing? Nobody cares about your excuse. Nobody cares about your failure. You can't go around life explaining away why you're not doing something with your life. Nobody cares. That's the point. We're still busy studying successes. We have no time to study failures. Nobody cares. The richest man in the world receives 24 hours. The poorest man in the world will receive 24 hours. They have that in common. One thing you can't claim you don't have is time. Everybody gets time. And Jesus said, at least, if you don't have all these other resources, I gave you time. You can use time to your advantage. And that's how to get more. Use the time you have. We all receive 24 hours every day. They give you a fresh pack every day, no matter who you are. And the sad thing about time is that you can't save it. You must spend it every time. Every 24 hours, you must spend it. So the key is to learn how to spend it wisely. You can't save it. If they could save time, all the jobless people will be saving their time. Then they will go and sell it to rich people. Say, I know you are rich. You need more time. Two hours for sale. Fairly used two hours. London used five hours for sale here. People will start selling their time because I don't know what I'm doing with it. Unfortunately, you and Elon Musk receive the same amount of time. 24 hours. And time is a resource. And where your life is, is a product of what you did with the time you've been given. If you are 25 years old... You have been given 24 hours for 25 years straight. What do you have to show for it? If you are 35 years old, you've been given 24 hours for 35 years. What do you have to show for it? If you are 45 years old, you've been given 24 hours every day for 45 years. What do you have to show for it? Time is for the accomplishment of purpose. You must be spending time wisely. You can't save time. You can only spend time wisely. And today, the prayer we're going to pray when we're done today is that God will give us wisdom on how to spend time. Because how you spend it matters. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? I pray that wisdom is coming upon you today in the name of Jesus. How you spend it matters. Time is a convertible resource. Everybody, let's do a quick exercise. Imagine yourself in the next 10 years. Add 10 years to your age. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Add 10 years to your age. Imagine yourself in the next 10 years. Where would you be? Write it down. If you have writing material, if you have your phone, you can make a note on it. Write it down. Where will you be in the next 10 years? Write it down right now. How much will you be worth in 10 years? Write it down right now. I'm not saying to write balloon dreams. I'll be almost 10 years time. No. Write what you really believe, okay? It must be something you really, really believe that you're going to do, okay? Don't just write figures for writing's sake. How much will you be worth in 10 years? How much will you be worth? Where will you be? What will be happening? Where will you live? How would you look? How would your life look? Write that down. Do you know the difference between where you are today and that 10 years' time is what you do with time? Is how you spend your time. That's what's going to happen. That thing you're writing is very possible, very doable, if you can use time wisely to achieve it. It's about the how you use your time. If you couldn't cook 10 years ago and you can't cook 10 years after, you're not using your time. If you couldn't drive 10 years ago, you can't drive 10 years after, you're not using your time. If there's something you couldn't do 10 years ago and you need to be able to do and you've not done it in the next 10 years, you are not using your time wisely. It's all about how you use time. You can be worth anything you want to work. You know, 10 years is not a long time. How many of you know that? 10 years is not a long time. 10 years will soon come. 10 years will come. The only challenge will be if you are still on the same spot or still around the same spot in 10 years' time, it means you squandered time. You wasted time. I mean, when, when, when were we saying say Baba just a few days ago? You remember say Baba? Some of you have forgotten. 
Some people are too, maybe you are too young. You don't know say Baba. That's why we voted Buhari in. Say Baba. Ten years. It's already eight years. He's going to leave next week. Sorry, next. <laughs> next year. Sorry. He's going to finish his term next year. Is somebody boy? It's eight years already. It didn't look like that. It just looked like yesterday. So ten years. I'm just going to say ten years is not as long as you think. Not as long as you think. He has already done eight years old. Literally. He has finished his term. And thank God for that. God saw us through. Amen. But he has already done it. Eight years. So that ten years we just talked about now is not as long as you think. And it's going to come very soon. The question is what would you have done? What will be different? How will you spend your time ten years from now? There are three things you must do with time. Number one, invest time on learning. Always learn. Don't worry about earning more. Just worry about learning more. If you learn more, you will naturally earn more. Don't focus on earning more. Many young people focus on just earning more. Everything is about money, 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 money. Don't focus on earning more. Focus on learning more. If you learn more, you will naturally earn more. So time is for learning. Do you know you can change your profession in just a few months if you are willing to learn? You can start a new career just by learning. So for you to be here and telling me you don't have a job, you are just a bad user of time. Job is not the thing. Say, what I've been selling since 10 years is not selling. So what do you do? Start looking for what people are already buying. And start to learn how to sell it or learn how to make it or give that product or service. There are so many Nigerians today that live in Nigeria and work abroad because they have skills that can be used remotely wherever they are. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So the days have passed for you to sit down and tell me you don't have work in Nigeria. don't work in Nigeria. Who, why are you looking for work in Nigeria? Look for work anywhere there is work. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? There are skills you can learn this week that can make you eligible to start getting jobs outside the country this week, this week, if you are serious, but you are not using time wisely. He said, but I don't know the skills exactly. So you learn. You go and find out what it is. You go and find out what the skills are. Is somebody getting what I'm saying, sir? So the first thing you do with time is what? Learn. Second thing you do with time is invest. Invest time. I told you you can't save time. You can only spend time, but you can spend it wisely. So invest. What does this mean? You invest in a certain thing, in a certain field. Because many fields, the time you spend in it matters. Some people call it paying dues. God doesn't promote that way, and even life doesn't promote that way. So many times you need to pay your dues. Many of the guys you see that are big, they've spent years doing what they do on the ground when nobody knew them. David didn't become a giant killer the day he saw Goliath. He was fighting lions and bears in the bush when nobody was paying him to do it. Those skills he developed in the bush was what he used the day Goliath came in the, in the front of everybody. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Champions are not determined in the ring. They're determined during training. So invest your time in something. Invest your time in something. I've been doing relationship coaching for over 20-something years. I didn't start today. Somebody still met me in Patakot some days ago. And he was so blessed. He's also a relationship coach. He said he has been watching me even before he got married about 15 years ago. He was watching me on TV before he got married. I just felt old automatically. Because the guy is not a young person. He said before he got married. He has been watching me on TV 15 years ago. So I didn't just start today. That's the point. That's the point. One day we come. They say they're looking for the experts. They're looking for those that are original, those that are the biggest. Those years you are spending in the background is what we count for you in those days. Not that you're a newbie. just arrived. And you want to be on top. It doesn't work like that. Our election year is always a very funny year for me. Because all kinds of jokers come out. 
I want to be president. Of where? Is he of the, your, your estate uh, or your street uh, association? Or landlord association? Is, that what, is he president of Nigeria you're talking about? That he just appeared today. Jokers. They just want to donate money to people. They're going to waste money. That's what they're going to do. You want the president of Nigeria and we are just knowing you today. It's not going to happen. Not that I wish you bad, but it's just, it goes against the order of life. I get what I'm saying. It can happen, no, but it's rare that it happens. Even in countries like America, that they, at least, they proud themselves with democracy. They proud themselves in freedom and equality, at least. How many times have you seen somebody win presidency in America that has never been senator or governor before? Never happens. The only person that did it was recently is Donald Trump. And Donald Trump, all those boys are his boys. So he has literally been in the corridor of power before he came. So he could handle them. But ordinarily, apart from that, eh, Obama was first senator. George Bush were other governors or senators. You can't just appear. I sound to the president. Of where? Of where? Go and even win. Go and win um, um, Lagos Island uh, market women. Go and win it. Then you understand what it means to win presidency. They will kill you before you even reach there. Local government. One guy that was our friend, he was not even local government chairman. He was supporting local government chairman. They broke bottle on his head. But he traveled abroad from there. He's not the one running, no. He's supporting. They broke bottle on his back of his head like this. He entered plane that night to London. <laughs> and sent for his family. He ran away. You say, one well, president of what? Of Nigeria. Th- that will cover north, south, east. Well, even the north alone, you can't cover it. Go, go and visit. Go, try and pay homage. You, can visit. you can't even cover it in the, t- in the t- in 10 months you came out. Then you want to cover Nigeria. Jokers. Nobody's advising these people. Save this money and go and do local government chairman. Go and do cancellation. Do something reasonable that you can really win. Just want to bring out three billion, three billion, waste it for nothing. You, 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 this presidency covers the whole north. Inside this whole north, there's Fulani, there's Boko Haram. You are the president, oh. <laughs> you are the, they all have spokespeople, oh. That you must see, oh. Or else they'll bomb your campaign, oh. You go and visit them, oh. <laughs> Then you go to the east, all the whole east. They have their different factions. They see Brafra there. They see IPOP there. They see everybody there. They can say no movement on your campaign day. <laughs> so you go and greet them all. Then you have the whole of the west. And you came out 10 months of the time. You are a joker. You want to donate money. You're not, you're not going to win. It's not prayer points. You're not going to win. No prayer can make it happen. Nigeria, we are, we are not even yet in the American stage where it's ex-senators and ex-presidents that we, I mean, ex-senators and ex-governors. Where we are in Nigeria is ex-presidents that are still ruling. That's where we, we have not even started normal people now. We are still rotating those that have ruled before. That's what we are still doing. Obasanjo, Yadua is his brother of remember that has ruled before. They are the same thing. Obasanjo, Yadua, um, uh, Buhari. So we are still talking about old presidents. We have never started new governor. After this set now, governors will start. After that set, they can visit senators. So I will not be here by that time. So you want to come out from nowhere. Say you're running for, 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 for what? If you don't have what to do money, come and give me, please. Let me use it. I'll run for president of my estate association. <laughs> Go and win a Laba, a Laba International. You will see fight. You will see grown men exchanging blows. You will see assassinations. Ordinary Laba International marketers presidency. They want to win Nigerian presidency. You, you, <laughs> Invest time. How many years have you, do you plan to be in what you are doing, the game you are, you are in now? Don't, you can't keep jumping around different trades. At the end of the day, you have no real experience. Most employers will look for five years' experience. 
in relevant what field. Not in five years of selling granite. I now want to come and jump to human resource. No, it's not related. Five years relevant what experience. What are they saying? They're saying, want to know you, you, you are familiar with what we're doing. So that time is not wasted. If five years are spending not being paid well, it's not really wasted because somebody is still paying for that time. So use time to invest in a field. Hallelujah. So what field are you going to spend the next 10 years investing in that they will recognize you for in 10 years' time? They might not recognize you today, but in 10 years' time they will recognize you because you have been a known face, a known name, a known voice. In that sense. See, it takes time to build credibility. It takes time to build real support. Real loyalty takes time. But the young generation, they don't have time. They want to be in a hurry. And being in a hurry will be like this guy that didn't do anything with his own one talent. You're in a hurry. So you're planting or putting, planting or putting. Stay in one place for a while. Did somebody get what I'm saying? I, I used to talk about MTM Marathon when it first started. When MTM first came to Nigeria, they were doing marathon every year. They were giving one million. At that time, it was a lot of money. One million was a lot of money. Every time they announced, every single time it happened, they announced MTM Marathon is coming up the next Sunday. Somebody's in my church. One of my members will come. Pastor, pray for me. I'm going to win that one million and I'm going to bring my tithes. You can't bribe God, sir. So I'm going to bring my tithes. And truly, that time, eh, that one million was big money. The tithes will help the church. 100K, that time, it will help us buy things. I said, ah, I'm pastor. Pray for me. Lay hands on me now. I'm going to win the marathon. I know they're not going to win. I know they're not going to win. But as a pastor, it's not my job to tell you what you're not going to do. So I'll just pray for them. It is well. Go. God will go with you. I didn't say you win. I said God will go with you. So that you won't die on the road. I'm faint. God will go with you. You're not going to win. Why are you not going to win? Because see, you can't use prayer to substitute for what principles substitute for. You can't. You can't. I wish you could, but you can't. Do you know that even when marriage is not working, there's nowhere the Bible says you pray. He just told, says what to do. <laughs> when we teach that, I will teach that. Not that prayer is bad. Prayer is good, but that's not the first point of call ever for God. Go and read Genesis chapter 1. No mention of prayer in Genesis chapter 1. All they did in Genesis chapter 1 was playing of principles. They made tree. Then they put fruit in the tree. Then they put seed in the fruit. And they said, all this seed they will bear after their kind. That's what God did. He didn't say, plant this tree, then form a prayer group. And pray for the next tree. No. He said, inside this tree, there's a fruit. Inside this fruit, there's a seed. And every seed will bring after its kind from now on. That's how God, you can't run an 8 billion members organization by prayer. That's what the earth is, 8 billion members. You must run it by what? Principles. The principle of having children is not prayer. The principle of having children is having sex. That's how God runs the earth. That's why an unbeliever can also have children. He doesn't need to pray first. As long as he's obeying the principle, he will have children. Many of them are wanted. <laughs> yes, many of them are abortion but you, that, you, if you're having sex you will have children it's only on, on rare occasions that there's even a problem then we need to even start applying prayer but ordinarily, people are having children everywhere I don't know if someone's getting what I'm saying so, so it is with most principles but Christians lag behind because we overemphasize prayer and prayer is important, look, prayer cannot be overemphasized that's the honest truth, but it doesn't replace principles, God is more a God of principle than a God of prayer this is why many Christians have not yet won things like presidency, haven't won something, because they are still operating only prayer. We need a match of the two. You must be able to operate principles. If somebody get what I'm saying, this is why Christians have not yet become richest people in the world, richest people in the country. Because what it takes is principles, not just prayer. If all the men of God pour oil on you, if you don't have a working strategy, you won't win marathon. 
you won't win election. <laughs> you won't win anything. MTM Marathon, they will appear. Pastor, pray for me. I will pray. Saturday morning marathon, I'll go and sit on my TV. Put it on. Oh, your mark said go. Two hours, 30 minutes after. The winner is one Kenyan guy will pass. Second in command, one Tanzanian guy will pass. I'm still waiting for my church member. <laughs> Number 30 will pass. It's not my church member. Number 50 pass. Number 132 pass. By evening. When camera has gone and everybody has gone. It's passing. How did I know he would not win? The reason I know is because the guys that won, before MTN ever announced the marathon, they were running. And after MTN marathon is over, they will continue running. This is what they do. They've been running for years. But this is my guy that wants to win. He just had one million. He started jogging that week. And after the marathon, he didn't win. He will stop jogging that week. You can't win that guy. Time is for investing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Investing continuously in something. Number three things you should do with time is practicing. Practicing. Practicing to do what you want to do. Practice makes what? No, practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes improvements. Nobody will get perfect. You will keep improving. I get what I'm saying. If you look at what you did some years ago and you like it, you probably have not improved. If you improve, you will say, ah, this was my level that time. You should be so improved now that you should look down on what you did some years ago. Practice makes improvement. You must always improve. Nobody stays the same. Nothing stays the same. This is why some musicians are one hit wonder. You know one hit wonder? Sang one song and couldn't move with the times. Couldn't change with the times. Things change. You must keep reinventing, re-innovating. You sang a yaga yaga yo. Yaga yaga oo 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 Yeah. Might have been big then, but you have to change your tune as you go on. I don't know what song that is, so I don't know what I'm saying. But I know it was an old song. You must keep reinventing. Somebody get on what I'm saying. So that you won't be a one-hit wonder. So keep practicing. Keep improving. Keep improving. That's what time is giving for you for. To practice and to improve. Praise God. So, like I said, the key issue here is, Lord, what should I use my time to do? What should I use my time to do? What should I use my time to do? Ecclesiastes chapter 10, as we start to round up now. Ecclesiastes 10.10, Amplified Translation. Ecclesiastes 10.10. Time is very crucial, how you use time. Please give me one, one copy of, one copy each of these books. Yes, one, just one, yes, one of that, one of this. We're officially like dedicating our books in church. We've done it in a program, but we've not done it in church officially. We're dedicating two of the, my books that just came out. Clap now. <laughs> Uh, I remember it now because I'm talking about time. These books will save you from people that waste your time. Are you here, somebody? This one is titled How to Know If He or She Really Loves You. Some people are just wasting your time. Reading a book like this. See, that's how you use your time. You invest your time in the most productive way. How will it help? See, if you are, if you are in, in a relationship or in the single market and trusting of a relationship, learning about relationships is the wise thing to do with your time. Not dating. Because of who can date you for 10 years and not marry you. But when you learn, you censor who is who and who you're entering their lives. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Especially if you're a woman. Your relationship with time is very sensitive compared to that of a man. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. A man's relationship with time is different from a woman's. And you see, that's why when you come together, you must hold your own standard. Again, I talked about standards in this book. This is why these books are important. 
I talk about standards in this book. You are the one that will hold your standard. No other person is going to protect your values. You that protects your value. Are you guessing what I'm saying? Because I put understand how life works. The way life works, everybody protects their own value. This is why teachers will never go on strike for doctors. Even though they know doctors are important. But you never see teachers say, we are striking. Say, why? Pay doctors well. Have you seen that before? Doctors go on strike for who? Doctors. Teachers go on strike for who? Teachers. Everybody fights for their own value. That's how life works. Nobody is protecting your value except you. So when you are bouncing about a fine girl and a fine boy comes your way, protect your value. I want to marry you. Say when? See, I just want to see how it goes. No, you are not stock exchange. You are not stock exchange. <laughs> Don't let them use you to see how it's going. <laughs> you are not stock exchange. So I want to see how it goes. No, 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 no. He said, that's, that's dangerous for you. It's okay for a guy to see how it goes. Because a guy can start having children at 40. He can start having children at 50. I have an uncle that is like this, this height. He's my uncle. Because men can have children at any age. I have an uncle that is like this. <laughs> because I think my father's brother or something. His wife died and even though he was old, he still married someone. You know, my uncle is like this. Tiny thoughts. What's the point? The point is that men can have children at any age. Women cannot. So this is why you can't let them, somebody waste your time. I want to marry you. So let's see how it goes. No. Is somebody get what I'm saying? If a man is 30 and he's dating you for 10 years, by the time he's 40, his options are even increasing. When he was 30, he could date from 30 down. Now he's 40, he can date from 40 down. That means he has added an extra 10 years group to, to the people he can look for. So his options are increasing. You as a woman, if you are 30 and they date you for 10 years, you are 40, your options are reducing. Because only people above you can date. And a lot of them are dying now. They are dead. <laughs> and most are married. So your own options are reducing. His own options are increasing. <laughs> so there's a way to know whether he really loves you. Beyond what he's saying. Anybody can say anything. Beyond what he's saying, I listed how to know if a guy loves you. Setting clear actions. And the same thing, the book is two in one. So if you're a woman, the same thing. There's a way to know if a woman loves you. I tell men all the time. Because men think they're the only ones that have sense. Look, women are smarter than you. A woman will floor a man any day, any time. The average woman is a Hollywood star. She can act for free. That's why women can cry when they want to. Most men cannot. Even, even when men need to cry, they can't cry. Even they do me now. Cry, this boy. Somebody die. You know, even if we cry. They are trying to cry. Men can't cry easily. But a woman, she can turn on tears now if she needs to. If that's what help her get out of somewhere. <laughs> you could just see cry for me. Say, what? Why are you crying? We're just talking. <laughs> you don't love me. Cry, don't start. And once she cries, she has won. Somebody get what I'm saying? Most women can act for a living so they can deceive the hell out of you. So, <laughs> yes. So there's a way to know if a woman... I'm telling you, many men too have wasted their time dating a girl. See, girls have a dilemma. I've said it before. Women have a dilemma. Their dilemma is that because they don't go after who they want, they have to wait for who comes. And if you're in a business of waiting for who comes, and you, you, are, you must look for the highest bidder. So you're waiting for who will come. One bomb boy comes. He's 20% of what you want. What, are you going to drive him when there's no other person? No, it makes no sense. You say, he's not really what I want, but I can't drive everybody because there's no other person safe. So let me hold this one first. So he holds this 20%. He doesn't really like you. You ask her, are we going out? She said, not yet. <laughs> Do you love me? Maybe. So she has not said no. She has not said yes. But she will hold you first because on that person never come. I told her to nine bad. Stay here first. 
This is the dilemma women have to face. You see, men, on the other hand, you, you go for who you want. But women, they don't have to, they can't go for who they want, they wait for who they want. So if one person comes, it's not really who they want, but it's 20% or 80% of what they want, hold on first. Wait small. By December, I just get back, we'll get back. And somebody will come. He's 50% of what she wants. She goes, see, hold on. See, they run to two of them. Yes, women can multitask. So it's controlling two of them. So she's still waiting in case there's a better one. After she waits for some time, if there's no better one, say, you, you, are, you just came new. This one is consistent. She has been here for three years. I know him. You, you just came for three months. I don't know you. So two of you wait. <laughs> Let me make up my mind. If you want to know how. <laughs> this is my work, so I know what I'm saying. So even if you're a man too, a woman can deceive you. So you need to know how to know if she really loves you. So I'll be, doing, I'll be dedicating the book in the service and I'll be doing book signing for those that get the book outside. So buy for yourself, buy for somebody. Praise God. Good place to clap. Good place to clap. All right. So that was Jared. That was not in the message. Oh yeah, put um, Ecclesiastes 10.10. 10. Praise God. All right. said, if the axe is what? Dull. And he does not do what? Then what will happen? But what? Wisdom to sharpen the axe. So listen, guys. They are saying if the axe head is not sharp, you need to do something. The thing to do is what we are going to pray for today. That wisdom on how to use my time wisely. That's what I can be doing now. That can, time is a convertible resource. That's what I can be doing now that can change my life. There's something I should be doing. It's not everything that you can do that you should do. There's the right thing to do. I don't know if somebody's getting what I'm saying. It's not everything you can do. Some people just waste their time on the wrong things. For instance, I always say it. If you're a young man and what you are, you are, you are building physical muscle. As in, you know, muscle. Physically. Except you're an entertainer. Or you're a fitness trainer. If not, there's no reason why you should have six-pack. That's the truth. If you're not an entertainer, actor or musician. If you're an actor or musician, six-pack, you're using it for work. Because there are some roles in the movie, they will choose you because you have six-pack. If you're a musician, when you come on stage, even if you don't have a good voice, just tear your shirt. Guess what? The girls will shout. But if you're not doing all that, and you have six pack, or you're not a fitness trainer, you don't get what I'm saying. <laughs> Why are you getting six pack? Because that thing takes time to build, takes time to maintain. I used to carry weight before. You go every day, and you must increase weight every week. Uh, one more. Uh. <laughs> and the sad thing is not even getting it, it's maintaining that as your annoying one. Because the day you stop like that, every day is reducing. By one, you see me that I used to have muscles. See what I look like now. You will, you will never know that I ever carried weight before. See, so that's not such a wise use of my time. That's why the Bible says physical exercise profits little. It's not as if it doesn't profit at all. I mean, the area of life it affects is just little, just your physical body. It doesn't affect your finances. You can be have muscle and be broke. You can have muscle and not have rent. Your landlord will not be intimidated to say your muscle. Pay my money, Oga. I don't forget what I'm saying. But what if you build mental muscle? It's the same time it requires. What if you build spiritual muscle? Spiritual muscle is so powerful. Your faith can move mountains. You can hear God. And people say, oh, I wish I could hear God. You can. You just need to dedicate time to praying and listening to the voice of God and, and, and staying spiritual. You can. But at the same time, you're using to listen to worldly music. You're using the time wrongly. So you can. Build right Some girls, all you're using your time to build is nice skin. Eh, that's good to understand, but on the long run, just having flawless skin with organic cream <laughs> There's a stage you get to, it doesn't add value to your life. And if you get what I'm saying, 
uh, the bank MDs that are women, it's not by their flawless skin they employ them. So when you reach those class, your flawless skin won't matter. Your organic cream won't matter. I don't know if you get what I'm saying, sir. So, there's what, there's, a, there's what to do with time. You're all already spending your time. But I, I want to make sure, and the prayer I'm going to pray is to make sure I'm spending it on the right thing that will have a long-term positive impact in my life. Bring this decision. He said, so, the wisdom to sharpen the axe. That was the wisdom. Because there are many things this guy could have done. He could have gone to get, borrow somebody's axe, axe and now have two, and now hit one like this, hit one like this. That's something. But it's not, that's not the wisdom he needs. On that wisdom could have been to beg somebody to come and you guys will be two. So as you hit, he hit. But it will be two um, acts that are not sharpened. He said the right wisdom here is wisdom to what? Sharpen the axe. That's the wisdom you need. I don't know if you guys know what I'm saying. There's a wisdom you need to change your career right now. There's a wisdom. And I'm praying that God will give you that wisdom in Jesus' name. Give me message translation quickly. Message translation. He said remember, the dollar, the axe, the what? Harder the work. He said, do what? Let me tell you, neighbor, do what? Use your head. He says, the more brains, what? The less muscle. The more brains, the less muscle. Time is such a convertible resource. You can use your time to get anything you want if you can dedicate time to it. Can dedicate time to spending time in prayer. You become spiritually sensitive. You will hear more. You hear God. You will hear where. See, your husband or wife is not far from you. You just need to be well positioned, be at the right place at the right time. He said, the steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. But you see, if you are not sensitive, you will not be ordered. You will not be hearing God. And if you get what I'm saying, you have, your faith can move mountains. But you see, to develop faith, you have to eat spiritual food. But if you are eating only amala, you can't develop faith. <laughs> faith doesn't come by praying. Faith comes by hearing. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Faith comes by hearing. So you hear many, and I see many people in the in that area of their life, they are stuck and they want immediate answer. And many times there's no immediate way to solve some problems. You, are, you must solve it over time. Praise the Lord. For instance, if you want to lose weight, you, there's no way to lose weight today. As in you're overweight, I want to lose weight. There's one dress, you have a wedding this weekend. There's one dress you want to enter. You can't lose weight today to enter that dress tomorrow. If you want to lose weight to, for that dress, you should have been doing the exercise long ago and be dieting long ago. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So there's some problems like that. It can't be solved immediately, no matter who you are. It has to be done over time. Four Ds or five Ds that you need to manage your time well. And I'll close with that. I'll run through them. Number one, do, do it now. Do it now. So if you want to manage your time, five things you need to do. Number one is to do it now. There are some things you just need to do now. Don't procrastinate. Don't postpone it. Just do it. You want to send that message. Just send it. You want to make that call. Just make it right there when it occurs to you. Just do it now. You want to call your wife. You want to um, answer an email. You want to read an article. You want to um, um, watch a short video. Just do it now. Many of us, we see things that we need to do and we just say, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And you find that you never get to what? Do it. You find out that this thing you push later, go and meet something, other thing you need to do also in your later. You are piling the problems. Piling the things that need to be done. So the key is to be the ones you can quickly do now. Just do it now. Ask yourself, can I do it now instead of pushing it to tomorrow? Because tomorrow we have his own challenges. Are you here, somebody? Come on, tell anybody, do it now. Number two, double it or double up on it. Double up on it. There are some things you can do alongside other things that are important in your life. As you get busier, you will not have time to just do one thing at a time. No. If you are growing, you will get busier. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? If you are growing, you will get what? 
busier. If you are single, you will get married. If you are married, you will have children. If you are, if you are in business, your business will expand. If you are in career, you will be promoted. So you won't get less busy, you will get more busy. So you will learn to double up on things. What does this mean? There are some things you can do two at a time. For instance, you are driving in traffic, you can listen to messages. You can listen to the word of God. You can play by audio Bible and listen to God's word. You can pray. You can pray in tongues. You can worship right there in your car as you're driving to traffic. You get to say traffic will no longer be terrible for you because you use the time wisely. The reason why we complain about traffic is we see that time as a wasted time. No. Use that time wisely. You can play an audio book. Somebody get what I'm saying? You can make some relevant phone calls. You can double up on it. For instance, me and my wife will take walks together. So it's also a time of gisting and exercising. That's doubling up. Because if not, I'll have to do exercise separate, gisting separate. Double it up. All right? That's why I hate to pick phone calls, except when it's absolutely necessary. I prefer to chat. When I'm chatting, I can chat to five people at the same time. But when I'm picking somebody's call, usually I'm stopping everything else I'm doing to answer one person. Most times I'm chatting with people on any media. I'm talking to many people at the same time. So I prefer chat, except when it's very important. Then I can take call. If not, we can chat. As I'm trying to chat with other people. I'm asking everybody at the same time. I don't know if you got what I'm saying. Double up on it. There are things you can double up on. You can do one thing and do other. You can be cooking and be listening to a message. You can be cooking and be on a phone call. You can double up. Those of you that can do it. Okay? Number three, delete it. Delete it. There are some things or people you need to delete. They are adding no value to your life whatsoever. Delete it. Some activities that are not adding anything to you in the long term. No benefit. Somebody just coming to your house every day to gossip about other people. No productive person has time to talk about people. Just come to your house every day to talk about people. Call you in the middle of the day to talk about somebody. Did you hear? Delete it or him or her. <laughs> Delete them. Are you here, somebody? Some activities or people need to be deleted to save your time. They are eating chunks of your time and adding no value. Some relationships will be deleted. Somebody is dating you eternally. Indefinitely. Delete him or her. Are you here, somebody? Sometimes if you don't delete the bad one, the good one will not come. So holding on to this wrong one is dangerous. In the name of fear. No. Delete it. Let's know you are single. Are you here, somebody? Delete it. Delete those activities. It's not every time you should try. Some people, they focus energy on the wrong things. So I want to be the first to watch the movie. That movie is out. I'm going to be the first to watch it. Are you the owner of the... You mustn't be the first to watch it. You can watch it later. I see the same movie. Are you getting what I'm saying? So I want to watch the new series on Netflix. Uh, delete it. It's not, if you watch the movie you watched for the past 10 years, how did it show in your life? Delete it. It's, a good, it's good to relax, but don't, don't let it become a do or die. So I want to watch the match life. Why? You can watch the highlights. All the time they're passing by in their own posts. It doesn't help you. What you want to see is what happened. The main things that happened. They can summarize it to six minutes for you. It's called highlights. Six minutes, you watch the whole match. You want to watch the limelight life. And you ask my fan, what do you want to see? <laughs> we already know what will happen. Even though they won yesterday. Though. Are you here, somebody? Nowadays, I even watch Asna more than my own club because I'm looking for material. <laughs> delete it. Come on, tell about delete it. Next one, number what? Number four, delegate it. Delegate it. So, what can you let other people do for you that will give you more time? So if you're at the level you are, you should not be driving yourself. You should not be washing your clothes. You should not be cooking your own food, self. Delegate it. So that you have time. Those of you that are married to very high-end women, don't expect her to be cooking your food every day. Move beyond all those levels. If she's doing what she's doing and she's big time, 
going to look for a goosey and all that is not what she should be using her head to do. Delegate it. Are you here, somebody? Delegate it. So, what can you get somebody else to do? Those of you that are perfectionists, you will struggle with this. Because you like to do this. Nobody will do it like me. See, if you die, they will do it. Life will move on if you die. Delegate it. Are you here, somebody? The way to delegate it is to do it, let them watch you. Then let them do it, you watch them. And after that, they can do it without you. Alright? Do it, let them watch you. Then let them do it, you watch them. Then after that, they can do it without you. So invest time in training them. Instead of saying, nobody can do it like me. At some level of your life where you get to, your main skill should be spotting talents. Spotting potential, not doing the work yourself. So spend more energy finding people as opposed to doing work. Because some people, as they grow in their job as executives or uh, whatever industry they are in, they are still trying to be the doers. No, 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 no. You become a talent, uh, um, what do you call it, manager, a scout. That's what you should look for. Look for those that have potential and creativity. Because those, you're looking for who will replace you. That's what you're looking for. Not how good you are. It doesn't matter how good you are because you can never have the time to spread yourself that thing. I get what I'm saying. Know your strengths. Know everything you should do. Some things are nice, but you can't do it. Or you can't do it anymore. You used to do it, but your time doesn't permit you to do it anymore. Is somebody get what I'm saying? And sometimes if you don't release people to do it, they will never rise up to be able to do it. Because you think they can never do it well. It's because you are still there. If you die now, they will rise up to the occasion. So step aside while you are still alive. Are you here, somebody? If you stay there, if you think your El Shaddai, you shall die. <laughs> if you think you are the El Shaddai, you shall die. So step aside now, let them watch it. My dream is to retire from pastoring while I'm still alive. I don't want to die as the senior pastor of this church. No, 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 no. I want to resign and watch other people run the church. Make sure I'll be alive to give, answer questions they don't know. Not that when I'm gone, they'll not be checking. Hey, what will you, what do you want to do? No. I'll be here and watch them do it. I'll now join which department. Which department I will join? Meters and greeters. Solim Parker. No, I work too hard. I want a job that they'll be greeting people. Meters and greeters or agape. Just be greeting people. Every Sunday. How are you? That's my work. And I'll go home after service. Delegate it. You can delegate upwards, sideways, or downwards. Alright? Upwards to people higher than you or God. Something is delegated to God. It's not you that will do it. Some other things sideways. Some other things people lower than you. Last one. And when it comes to delegating, some things are urgent but important. Some things are important but urgent. And some things are both urgent and important. So you must know the three and know which one to attend to. Some things are urgent but they are not important. For instance, your phone ringing is urgent. He's saying, pick me now, pick me now. But it's not every call that is important. So you, you don't need to interrupt yourself all the time to answer your phone. If somebody gets what I'm saying. Don't say I will lose one big business. No, if it's really an important call, they will call you back. Or they will send you a message. I've discovered that. Really important people that have important message to give you. If they, if they call you and you don't pick, they will send you a message. If it's important. But someone just calling you, calling you, calling you, calling you, calling you. Most likely it's not for your benefit. Mm, most times. Not all the time, but most times. So me, I don't pick calls. Because if you want to call me, you're going to stop my whole day. I'll, I'll send you a message first. I don't know the number. Send a message. Even if I know the number, I'll send a message. What's happening? Tell me. Because something I can answer by chat. I want me to stop more my life. I'm total talking. I get what I'm saying? When I started pastoring, I had to start censoring people that come to see me. Because some people can't explain themselves. I want to see Pastor K. They say, why? I need it urgent. I must see the man of God. The only man of God is what I want to see. <laughs> when I was a younger pastor, me, my nice nature, I said, okay, let them come. 
I'll, sometimes if I have to leave my house, dress or bath, come to the office for this appointment, I'll come. Yes, Pastor K, I'm here to see you, yes. Uh, we sell microphone and speakers. So that's why he left me. I don't even know anything about microphone and speakers. I could have directed to the sound engineers. It had nothing to do with me. I don't know if you know what I'm saying. Or, Pastor, my children's school fees. I'm not in there, there are people in charge of those things. It had nothing to do with me. But you see, they, but they told the person, I must see him. It still happened today. One of my friends sent his PA. I don't know if the guy is still in the church today. But he sent his PA. And so the guys, my guys told me that, oh, so-and-so sent his PA and they need to see you. I said, what's it for? He said, just they need to see you. I said, okay. So as I came to church, the guy came to see me. came to give me a letter that his pastor said you give me. I said, you didn't need to see me. The letter I want to drop, you have no business seeing me. So if you're not careful, people will just take your time for nothing. I need to see you. It's urgent. Amaka, we'll see you in the evening. You not come say, hey, so how are you? Uh, do you know where they're selling bread? You don't need to see me. I could have told you that by chat. I don't know if you get what I'm saying, guys. So some things are urgent, but they are not important. Some things are important, but they are not urgent. Things like your health, it's important, but it's not urgent until it becomes urgent. Do you understand? <laughs> You're not going to die today if you eat uh, Amala, 30 wraps with beef. You're not going to die today. But if you continue to eat it <laughs> at that weight, even my, my fitness instructor is here, and I saw him eating pizza. His birthday was some days ago, and he was eating pizza. Where is he? Where is Jay? Jay, where are you? Where is Jay? Uh-huh. He was eating pizza. I say, is this allowed? <laughs> he says, only today. I say, because it's your birthday, I forgive you. So, so he's, he's not going to die by eating one pizza one day. You get what I'm saying? It's, it's, health is important, but it's not urgent. It's not that I will die today. No, no. But you see, after some time, if you don't do it, it's going to be. But some other things are urgent and important. So those are the things that really need your attention today. The ones that are not urgent but important, you also, they also need your attention. Talking to your wife. Spending time with your partner. No marriage breaks overnight. They break over time. So it's also important. And you can't delegate your spouse. Somebody can't attend to your spouse for you. If you know what I'm saying. If you don't get it, forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. <laughs> last, last D. Let me close today. We've taken time. Last D. Defer it. Defer it. So I've talked about five, Abby. Last one is defer it, defer it. Some things you just push it forward. Because sometimes the stress of having that nagging feeling that something I need to do that I've not done is even making you less productive. So you need to defer it. Say, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this the next month. You know what? I'm going to do this in October. Defer it so that you can focus on the task at hand. All right? Give yourself permission to push something, some things ahead. It's not everything you can do at the same time. That thought of having too many things to do, too many portals open your mind, sometimes makes you unproductive. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed this evening, this morning? Hallelujah. Let's rise to our feet. I want us to pray the prayer that Moses prayed in the book of Psalms there. Say, Lord, teach us to number our days. Just like that Ecclesiastes 10.10, 10, so that we would, the wisdom to sharpen the axe. That's the wisdom. I shared a story in the, on the mainland. Two guys were given a, a, a contract to supply water to a village. The village didn't have water, and they gave two guys the contract. The first guy started going to the stream, bought many buckets, he recruited his sons, his two sons. They were going to the stream and fetching water for everybody. Buy your cold stream water here. Clean stream water here. They were supplying buckets. Hard work. First week, they didn't see the other guy. Second week, they didn't, one month, they didn't see the guy. And the man was laughing. I'm making, I'm making a killing. That guy wouldn't give work. He don't go sleep. He was happy. That guy came out about two months after. 
with engineers and they ran pipes from the stream into town and they were opening taps in people's houses and collecting money without any work. That time he used to go and sharpen the axe was more useful than the time to supply water in a bucket. So many people are spending their time. It's just that at the end of 10 years, you find out that they were spending their time on wrong things that won't matter. Everybody spends time. It's what you're spending on that matters. That will show after 10 years. So you're going to pray. Like Moses prayed, that Lord teach us to number our days. That we can apply our hearts to wisdom. If you spend time in the right things, it will show in a few years from now. Can you lift your hand and just talk to God? Say, Lord, teach me to number my days. Go ahead and pray. Come on, go ahead and pray. Lord, teach us to number our days. We don't want to invest our time in the wrong activities, in the wrong pursuits, in the wrong efforts. I want to put my time in what will matter in the future. I want to put my time in what will matter in the future. Imbola gada zagada gli asata kaba brada zada lambrada zata glaba ma brada zata Lord, I pray for everyone that the sound of my voice. Give them that wisdom to sharpen the axe. Show them what they ought to be doing today with their time. Mahande soka the wise use. As a parent, there's a wise use for your time. Don't wait till your children become teenagers. That'll be too late. There's a wise use for your time today. As a husband, there's a wise use of your time. As a wife, there's a wise use of your time. As a business executive, there's a wise use of your time. Mahande, as a businessman, there's a wise use of your time. Mahande di kasota babrada sekede. Help us, O God, to use our time wisely. To use our time wisely. Thank you, Lord. Zikapa mosakadaya. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for everyone at the sound of my voice. You show us how to number our days so that we will use our time wisely. Nobody here will fail in their journey on earth. We pray that the dreams and goals we have for the next 10 years, you will show us the practical steps to take today to arrive there. Thank you because the things that waste our time, you will help us remove it from our lives. In the name of Jesus, we will become masters at delegating things that other people can do. And we will focus on the things that only us should do. Lord, we will also make time for you. Lord, we will put you as priority in our work with God. So that you, you can build our lives in every area. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a big hand. Give the Lord a big hand.